Welcome to the Green Wave Coaches Show with Gallatin football head coach Michael Strapp and Gallatin News sports editor Blaine Keller. The Green Wave Coaches Show is brought to you by Tennessee Ace Hardware. Football season is grilling season. Stop by Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of big green egg grills. The Larry Maynard Agency. Give Allstate agent Larry Maynard a call today for all your insurance needs. Macon Bank and Trust. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. Dairy Berries Heat and Air. Dairy Berries has been voted Sumner County's best heat and air for the past eight years. For outstanding service, give us a call today. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, vans don't let vans drive drunk. Now, here are Coach Michael Strapp and Blaine Keller. Back in for another edition of the Green Wave Coaches Show. Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller, as always, joined by Gallatin football coach Michael Straub. Uh Coach, so just kind of jumping into it here, it's always better talking to you and talking about your team after a win as opposed to a loss. And you guys got a big one at Dixon County on Friday night, 48-14. to 14. Uh, On your end, to start off, just talk about how much nicer it is going into that next week with a win as opposed to a loss. Well, I think everybody likes going into the next week with a win. Um, you know, so, yeah, it feels good to, to get a W underneath your belt moving on to the to the next week. Yep. Well, you know, coming off of a, a game against Mount Juliet uh, that you guys held tough with uh, the Golden Bears within that region contest. It was a much-needed win before you head back into that region play. And uh, there were a few miscues in that game, in the Dixon County game, but you guys were able to overcome them. Uh, kind of jumping right into it, Jackson Straub throws a, a pick six on the opening drive for Gallatin, and then it's a snap later, a lost fumble goes in favor of the Cougars, and quickly it seems like Dixon County would have momentum, but you guys were kind of able to overcome that. Can you talk about what you were able to do on that end to, to kind of settle in on the road? Uh, you know, I think offensively we were, uh, you know, obviously the, the first the first mishap on the interception was just a bad decision on, on, the, on the quarterback's part. Um, and then, uh, and, and then in the second series, we go back out and, and, um, they had simulated, uh, our, our snap count. And so, you know, the, the center heard it and, you know, he snaps the ball. So, um, we had that kind of, you know, we had to explain that to the officiating crew and they got, they got a hold of that and fixed that. But, um, you know, defense was, defense was the, the, the big part, you know, they were able to, um, you know, after that after that fumble um you know they held him to a field goal and of course they missed a field goal so you know but after that we settled in and 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 got into a rhythm and you know kids played well yeah how much of a need was it to maybe see your defense really win you a game so to speak it's hard to say win a game in the first quarter there but when you have a couple of miscues misfires on offense and you need your defense to bear down like it did how nice was that to see maybe going into region play once again? No, that's great for the defense to go out there and, and, and put on a performance like they did. You know, we, we were able to, um, you know, hold them out until, you know, in the beginning of the third quarter uh, from scoring. Um, you know, I wasn't really pleased with, with how we came out and had our mindset then, and but we talked about it, and, and you know, the kids finished it out. But, yeah, it's it's good to get those kids some confidence, and, and, and they they had a good week of practice last week. So we just got to build on it this week and and, um, and 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 get better from, you know, we still make mistakes. You know, you, you, you 
you leave a game like that and you you know you watch film and it wasn't you know it wasn't as good as you thought it was but it's you know sometimes it's not as bad as you think it is either so uh those kids uh those kids did a re really good job coach clemens did a really good job defensive staff did a good job putting the game plan together so you know, we just got we got to do it again this week. We're going to touch on the defense a little later in today's show, but really wanted to touch a little bit more on the offense. I I think I'm a little bit more of an offensive guy, which is why I asked so many offensive questions. You're an offensive guy. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a football coach, so oh, I, okay. I don't know. I, I just like you don't uh, strike me as an offensive guy. <laughs> I strike you as a defensive guy. One hundred percent. I I like a uh, I like a forty-seven to thirty-three shootout as opposed to a seven to six <laughs> win. What can I say? There but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about. That first drive, that interception from Jackson, uh, not necessarily something he's done a lot this year through the first four games. You, you count that two-point try against Mount Juliet maybe as his first pick of the year, but he hasn't made a ton of mistakes that turn into turnovers at that quarterback spot. And when we talk about your connection with him, father-son, does that come through maybe some of the other guys that he's learned from, maybe not trying to thread the needle on passes or things like that? Well, I think uh, I, I think if you're going to be a good quarterback, you got to be confident in, in your abilities and in, in, in your talent, um, you know. But you also got to be really good decision maker as well. That's probably the most important thing uh, is to be a, a good decision maker. And, and and so far, you know, when quarterbacks don't turn the ball over, they they make really good decisions. Um, and he's made good decisions. He just, you know, he he. He he didn't on on that one play, uh, and he knows. I mean, he understands. He knew coming to the sideline, the 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 conversation piece was was going to be. Uh, and you know, he just you know, and and he just looked at me and said, "It's going to be fine. It's going to be okay." And you know, he kind of calmed me down a little bit, and 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 so you know, but I you know, you got to have faith in your quarterback. I don't care who he is. You know, you got to have faith in him. He's going to lead the he's going to lead the troops and 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 make make the right decisions for you so that's what we did well Jackson did settle in later in that game he, he finished with three total touchdowns if I'm not mistaken and uh, we'll talk a little bit about this air you know the the air game that you guys are having the the past game success maybe on the road but uh going into that game going into the Dixon County game uh Gallatin had four total touchdowns on the ground four rushing touchdowns on the season uh and you had four against Dixon County just was there an emphasis to maybe run a little bit more and get a little bit more success on the ground in the end zone in this game I no. I mean that that I think the emphasis is just score how you can score you know uh you know sometimes I get a you know I, I told the running backs coach the, the, the other day and you know I said you know we're down on the one yard line I, I want to punch it in you know if he can't punch it in from the one yard line then you know, we we we've got to find another way to score. So, um, you know, we it's just getting behind your shoulder pads and lowering your center of gravity and 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 making a making a hole somewhere. You know, um, we don't need to get down there on the one yard line and try to dive over uh, and and jump in the air like we're Walter Payton. We just need to you know just you know pin our ears back and get dirty right there. So, uh, now I don't I don't think I don't think there's any one way you can focus in and say, hey, we want to score like this or score like that. I think it's just in, in the moment, you know, how do we get in the end zone? So.
does it add another wrinkle maybe into a, another team scouting report of you when, when they see you have that many rushing touchdowns? Maybe through the first couple of weeks they could look at the, the box score and say, well, this team likes to pass a lot. But then they look at the Dixon County game and see, well, this team can run the ball too and get it in the end zone. Well, I think we can. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you want to be balanced, and I think we're pretty well balanced. Um, you know, I think Zakhan's probably in four games, he's at three 100 yard games. So, I mean, it's it's nothing to kind of shrug your shoulders at and say we, we, we've had struggles. But uh, I just think when, you know, when. When you've had, I don't, I don't think we've had success in the air as much as we we need to have. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't kind of view it that way. I just, you know, we can still go, get a whole lot better, and and we just we need to get a whole lot better. But when you add the dimension of the running game to the passing game, or vice versa, then it makes you, you know, they got to pick their poison on what they want to what they want to stop. Um, so you know, but again. You know, we've got to be ready for that and be ready to exploit whatever they, they try to deploy against us. When we talk about uh, the passing game a little week, a little bit, each week it's like we're adding in a new wide receiver that we haven't mentioned yet. And uh, for this game, our Gallatin News Player of the Week, Jay Ellis, 116 yards, two touchdowns, and a 79-yard touchdown reception on top of that. Uh, you just said that maybe you guys haven't had as much success through the air as you'd like, but... Whenever you can get a guy like that who hasn't jumped out on the box score yet to produce like that, what what kind of benefit is that for you guys? I mean, it's good. It, it, it's good to get people to the party, you know. And 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 the more the more receivers you can have uh, catching the ball, the more options you have. And you know, that's kind of like I mean, that's my that's my philosophy on option football now. You know, I, I was brought up, and my dad was a, a wishbone coach. You know, he he ran the wishbone option and. And you know, the cross series and and the crisscross and all that, you know, and and you know you you want to make it appear this back's getting the ball and where this back's got the ball. Um, but in in, in the, the the offense we've run, we want to we want the same philosophy, but we want our we want everybody touching the ball. So you know, the first thing I look at is, you know, do we have all five eligible bodies catching the ball or touching the ball whether it be a run or a catch or whatever you know and that's distribution and you know to me you know option football just sitting a quarterback and a fullback dive and and keep it's you know you, you got the pitch you got to worry about and all this other stuff so it's just a modern day version of the option option game to me so when you got guys like jay ellis who who's probably been a little quiet in in the stat figure and he has a big game i think jay can have a bigger game uh, if he doesn't drop that 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 one pass on the sideline there late in the game, uh, where he's 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 just wide open as all get out, then he probably has you know close to 200 yards receiving. So uh, we've got to get more consistent in catching the ball. You know we we we've got 16 drops on the year. Uh, that's not a stat you're going to see anywhere, but we keep up with it, and we've got to we've got to be more consistent at receiver and 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 catching those balls and making plays for us. Can you kind of run me through the, the similarities maybe of uh, a wishbone offense where y you want as much production and illusion on the ground as possible mm -hmm. uh, to your form of it through the air where you just mentioned uh, dropped passes as a statistic that you have in your offense? Right. So, you know, the, the, the good thing about that is it's just an incompletion. In option football, if you pitch it and they don't catch it, then it's a fumble, and and then you've got you know you got a race to get it on, on the ground. But 
you know, in the RPO world of, of football, you know, you've, you, it's a run-pass option. So you, the quarterback has the, the, the option to either hand it off, run it himself, or he can, uh, he can throw it to a, 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 an open receiver. All right, and and so that's the that's the option of it. That's 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 the you know, whereas in the in the wishbone or flexbone or whatever type of option you're running, whether it's slot eye or whatever, you know the quarterback may come up there and he's got you know he's he he's reading a three technique or or he's reading he's reading the defensive end. If he squeezes, if he squeezes, he's gonna he's not gonna give the dive. He's gonna pull it and he's gonna go out there and read the read the the second guy out on the edge and now it's going to be not do a pitcher to keep it there so you know it's it's the same philosophy it's just a little bit different distribution looking at it uh in that distribution aspect through the first four games you've had four different receivers leading your team in receiving yards and i hate to put you on the spot here a little bit but based on your previous stops maybe at scotts hill and usj where does this receiver group kind of rank a, a, across your tenures? Well, they're still they're still young in their development. Uh, uh, you know, now if if uh, you know if they've had a little bit more time to understand how to get open and where to fit up, then you know they they're pretty they're they're pretty good as far as that. You know, as far as catching the ball. But there's a lot of things that you know you got to learn. I don't know if they're you know, I don't know if they're the best yet that I've had, but you know, they they but they can make plays uh, in a heartbeat. You know, um, so we've got one thing we have is we got we got guys that can catch the ball and break it for a long one if they if they can get their hands on it. You know, whereas in the past, you know, you've you've had one or two receivers that can do that, but we I, I feel like we've got we've got three, four, maybe five receivers that you know can can do that for us. One more, and then we'll hit the break here on the Green Wave Coaches Show. Uh, you've had some players through the first four games, Coach, that ha- have stood out week by week. So Kai and Brinkley uh, consistently having standout perform- performances. On defense, guys like Kamari Watkins now with two defensive touchdowns, and mm-hmm. we'll get to him in a moment. Uh, and even Jackson, you know, having consistent passing numbers game by game. Uh, at this point of the season, when you hit this middle-of-the-year stretch, does the offense start making sense to these guys? I, I think you've said in the past that it might take a year for everybody to fully understand this offense, but are, are things making more sense now to your players as opposed to the summer? Well, we had a conversation about it yesterday, and, and you know, offensive football is a little bit different from the defensive side, where you, defensively we, you, you've got to make adjustments every week. And, you know, offensively, you know, we try to make the, the – the the their defense adjust to us so we're we're you know we're repetitively doing the same things you know we've offensive line wise they're they're doing the same things week in week out and and you know we're just trying to perfect those uh assignments and and those techniques and fundamentals um but the kids are you know they're they're learning you know it's just it's just little 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 things like you know if i'm running that inside route you know i've got to i've got to force i've got to force the the defender outside then go inside and and vice versa if i'm going inside i want i mean if i'm going outside i want to i want to push him inside then so it's little things like that you know that they've got to learn um but you know they're it's a whole lot better than where it was you know that from from that standpoint so uh yeah the kids the kids are evolving well, I know that I joked at the beginning here that I'm an offensive guy, but 
some of this stuff is even confusing me. So kudos to these receivers and uh, these players for kind of getting into the flow of this offense. We're going to take one quick break here on the Green Wave Coaches Show. When we come back, preview uh, return to region play for Gallatin football. Stay tuned. As an all-state agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Football season is grilling season. The Big Green Egg is the perfect grill for everyone. From the backyard cook to the world's most acclaimed chefs. Stop at Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of Big Green Egg grills. It's the perfect grill for any grilling meat. Dairy Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berries at 615-452-8121. Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Green Wave Coaches Show is brought to you by our four fantastic sponsors here in Gallatin, by the Gallatin News and Main Street Media of Tennessee, Main Street Media Television, Blaine Keller, Michael Straub here on the Green Wave Coaches Show. And uh, we've recapped the 48-14 win at Dixon County Coach. Looking forward to this week's uh, road region test at Warren County. How do you like the preparation of this team so far? Uh, you know, we, we had a really good day yesterday. Kids came out, and uh, it, it was an early day for us, so we had a JV game last night, so we got out there as quick as we could. Uh, but we had a really good session uh, and, and had a good day and hope to, hope to build on it today. This is a Pioneers team that has lost three straight games. They sit at one and three on the season, and it'll be a little bit of a trek to get down there in, in southern middle Tennessee. Uh, Warren County coming off a 53-13 to loss to Mount Juliet. And I guess my biggest question about this uh, would be, has there been any conversation of not looking ahead to the week afterward to Green Hill, a huge region test, uh, with the Hawks being one of the Mid-State's finest teams so far this year? Uh, has there been any conversations of focusing on Friday? Uh, you talking about with Warren County? Yeah, yeah, that's all we've talked about. I I didn't know who we played until just now that next week until you just said that. So, um, yeah, 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 I mean, listen, they're they're a good football team, and and you know they're hungry they're hungry to have, for success down there, and and you can't you know we can't focus on outcomes. We can't look down the road. We're not we're not good enough to do that. You know, I've I've told the team that. I've told coaches that we're not good enough to to look into a crystal ball and look past anybody. We've got we've to focus on dominating our opponent and, and who we play that week and, and you know, being the best uh, best we can be on, on, on that one play and that one, that one rep and, and just 
get better, you know, and, and we're, we're totally focused on, on, on Warren County and, and, and respect them as a program and, and as a coaching staff. I see, I see a team that, you know, they came out and gave Mount Juliet a, 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 a run for their money the first, you know, the first quarter, you know, and, and forced them into the turnovers and, and played really well on defense. So, you know, we'll have our hands full for sure. Defensively, Gallatin allowed 43 points per game through its first two contests, and that number's down to 23 across the last two. And like I said, we would jump into that defensive side of the ball a little bit here. Coach, what's the biggest adjustment or, or the most growth that you've seen from that defensive unit across the last two games? Well, I, I think for the most part we've 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 trimmed it down and and you know playing a lot of just playing a lot of base uh, and and maybe having one or two adjustments out of of of, of formations and and personnel alignments. So, you know, it's again it, it you gotta play defensive football. You gotta you gotta react. You can't sit there and you can't think and you can't say you know I gotta check to this and check to that and have a bunch of different. Um, bunch of different things going on in your mind the kids just got to line up and go play football and tack the football you know if you got 11 screaming uh screaming individuals getting to the football good things are going to happen and and for defense so that's what we've tried to, that's what we've tried to, to focus on as a as a coaching staff uh the past couple of weeks and and it worked out for us last week uh, correct me if i'm wrong here but what it sounds like you're saying is you've just simplified things uh where where things Maybe a little too much uh, to start the year against Hendersonville and Station Camp, or, or how did you kind of boil things down to where your players could buy in and really produce the way they have? Uh, you know, I, I think that anybody, any coach, you know, uh, they they have confidence in their kids, and you know, you got to understand now when we're out here at practice, we're 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 with them. And so we're making these, we're out there with them making checks and doing all that. But on Friday nights, we're not out there with them. So and, and then when they're, when they're out there and you know maybe they can't do it on their own and we're not out there to hold their hand, then that can be an issue. Um, but yeah, we we we've, we've scaled back some and just tried to you know simplify some things for them and just let them let them let them play football. Uh, against Dixon County, as I mentioned, Kamari Watkins had a a, a touchdown on the defensive side. Legarius Humphrey Humphrey, excuse me, had a, an interception and. Uh, as I said, that's Kamari's second defensive touchdown of the year after a fumble recovery against Hendersonville. Uh, have you noticed some of these guys maybe just have a nose for the ball? Well, I, you know, in that situation, yeah, uh, Kamari picked one up against Hendersonville, and then, and then, you know, uh, Aaron Baxter ran into one with his head on, on the on the punt, and then, you know, he uh, Kamari was able to pick that up and and go in, but. You know, he he's he's been fortunate to those two things and, and you know, but we still got things we've gotta improve on. We gotta get physical, uh, you know, and, 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 and you know, I've always I've always been one to hang my hat on being physical and you know, and there's some guys like Kamari, uh, that, you know, could 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 get a little tougher and he's a good football player, all right. But he's you know, but we've gotta be able to you know, we got to be able to give somebody a, a good a good jolt and 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 rock them back a little bit and 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 get after it and and that that's a collective thing. That's just not one kid. That's a collective. Gallatin <clears throat> has four straight region games coming up, starting with Friday's road tilt at Warren County. And, and coach, I know that you said earlier that uh, you didn't even know who you were playing after this week uh, until a couple minutes ago. But 
with this stretch, uh, you know, postseason aspirations or, or any aspirations you have with this first-year team could be made or, or broken uh, in that kind of stretch. So I, I want to know what the next step of progression you want to see from this team is uh, as these games start to matter. I just want our kids to play hard. Uh, you know, and, and, and execute and not have as many mental mistakes as as we do. Um, so, you know, we just got to come out and, and, and prepare. And I tell I tell the kids and I tell the coaches, you know, we're we're winning games Monday through Thursday. We're not winning them on Friday. So it's our it's it's our preparation and, and our our level of competitiveness and 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 practice and and you know always compete always compete compete to get reps compete against your teammates uh put them in competitive situations and you know sometimes as coaches we we tend to forget that and 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 but you know we want to be able to make practice as 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 hard as games and you know and that may look different to some people right some people come back to the old adage of you know well let's just go out here and do oklahoma for three hours and do all that well that's not really that's that's not really smart football um you know so i'm more or less putting our kids in situations where they have to you know they they have to use their head a little bit and put them in disadvantage situations you know whether it be offensively we're trying to you know we're trying to you know get a first down or defensively we, we we just want to compete you know compete in drills and 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 when we go team session so you know it's uh again it's it's you want to dominate your opponent and and you want to dominate it one play at a time not not the whole game but just one play gallatin uh, has been winning games monday through thursday as coach strap said they won this friday uh, and they hope that this coming Friday, they make it two in a row. One more break here on the Green Wave Coaches Show, and we'll give you one fun question with Coach Michael Strapp. Macon Bank & Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank & Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Dairy Berry's Heat & Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berries at 615-452-8121. Football season is grilling season. The Big Green Egg is the perfect grill for everyone. From the backyard cook to the world's most acclaimed chefs. Stop at Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of Big Green Egg grills. It's the perfect grill for any grilling meat. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. One fun question here with Coach Michael Stroud, Blaine Keller here with Gallatin's football coach. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up about Jay Ellis, our Gallatin News Player of the Week coach, was that he was uh, also a state championship track and field qualifier, uh, was in the 100-meter dash uh, for the TSSAA state championships. He's one of many guys on your team that uh, plays multiple sports. Of course, Jackson 
Strappa, a member of the baseball team. Uh, Abe Goolsby, Riley Ridings, um, Marshall Hansen, Adrian Barksdale, Kamari Watkins. Um, there are a few I'm missing here because I have them all abbreviated. So uh, forgive me for my shorthand here, but uh, what, what's your take on having multiple athletes uh, not only play football, but play multiple sports? I'm going to kind of give you the floor here, put you on your soapbox, and let you take it away. Well, I mean, I, I think it just helps them in their development overall as, as an athlete and as a person. Uh, and, and I'm for it. Like, I'm, I'm for playing as many sports as you can play in high school because you only get this once. Um, and and we, have, we have a number of kids that play multi-sports. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent in the spring for all, all, everybody running track. Uh, track is a speed development. Uh, it, it, it gets them out there, teaches them how to run. Uh, basketball uh, is, is quick, and, and you know you have to constantly you know slide side to side, and, and it's good for their it's good for it's good for them in that way. Baseball hand-eye coordination, um, but I'm I'm for I'm for them playing year-round. Uh, and and the adage that you know athletes you know don't need to be in the weight room year-round is. It's kind of old thinking as well, you know. Um, I, I, th I think Tiger Woods years ago kind of destroyed that that mindset when he, you know, when he became pro and he was in there lifting weights and everybody else was kind of just doing what golfers do. And then he's driving this golf ball to the to the moon, and I think that kind of he changed the way pe golfers, professional golfers, trained uh, if they even trained before that. So, uh, you know, you're in the you got to be in the weight room year round to to be a really good athlete, uh, and you got to train. Uh, but I'm not I'm not on focusing on any one sport. Uh, you know, my you know Jackson is his first love was baseball. You know, he 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 loves baseball, uh, and and so you know he grew up playing. He started playing baseball when I think he was probably seven, and he's always he's always done it. And and so you know. But you you put kids in different environments and you put them in in different in different situations under different coaches, and they just learn how to adjust. And it's you know it's good for them. You know it, it's just good for them uh, development wise. Well, great stuff from from you there, coach. And it's funny that's the second time in I guess four weeks now that we've had a golf reference come up for it's a my guy. dream job. <laughs> it's my dream job. Again, he's still searching for. For, Gal for Sumner County coaching jobs in golf uh, while still being the head coach of the Green Wave. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's Green Wave's Coaches Show. Uh, thank you to Main Street Media of Television and Tennessee for uh, sponsoring this. Thank you to our great sponsors in Gallatin. We'll see you next week. You've been watching the Green Wave Coaches Show with Gallatin football head coach Michael Strapp and Gallatin News Sports editor Blaine Keller. The Green Wave Coaches Show is brought to you by Tennessee Ace Hardware, the Larry Maynard Agency, Macon Bank and Trust, Derryberry's Heat and Air, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.